Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family and the Christian life, and we're talking today about how to help a stressed out spouse. I don't know why this came to your mind, <laughs> Bethany, as a topic that we should discuss, but it did. I can't say. I won't and, say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we actually had this full conversation last week, and the recording didn't work. Yes. And so here we are. Um, having this conversation again yeah. about how to help a stressed out spouse. And um, we, th- th- I think there are a few key uh, aspects of mm-hmm. this discussion. And the first one is just to recognize that your spouse is stressed out. Yes. And that's a really key first step because if you don't recognize that your spouse is stressed out, then you're not in a position to be able to help them in the ways that we want to discuss here. And so just being in tune with them enough to sense um, or or process Mm -hmm. that they're stressed out is just a really important first step. Yeah, I mean, it it does take the step of getting your eyes maybe off of yourself, your problems, looking up them a little bit. But I also would point out that some spouses likely show their stress pretty obviously, Let's just say me, for instance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm, knows, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you see it on my face, the tone of my voice, my body language, everything. Um, but then other spouses, let's just take you, for instance, it's not always very obvious that you're you're stressed out just by the way you're going about your day because you're so even keeled and just kind of, you know, steady Eddie or whatever, however you want to say it. It's like I almost have to kind of perk up a little like, hmm, these things are different or his that he keeps mentioning this or he's not sleeping well. Like, I don't know. There just might be signs that are not just, oh, I obviously see it and hear it in his voice that he's overwhelmed. And so that's that's something to recognize. Yeah. Yeah. And husbands are called to live with their wives in an understanding way, mm-hmm. you know, with with knowledge, live, live with them with knowledge. And there's a sense in which that means you should be in tune with what, how they're thinking and feeling and if, if they're stressed out. And so I, I do think this is a really just fundamental aspect of having a good relationship with another person is right. being in tune with how they're doing. And so you can ask the question, how are you doing? But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You don't always get the answer. I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but we have a responsibility, I think, as a, a spouse to try to be in tune as best as we can. And when we get the sense, whether it's implicit or explicit, yeah. that our spouse is stressed out, there are certain things that we ought to do or in some cases not do. Yeah, agreed. And so the first thing maybe to not do mm-hmm. is uh, do not add things to their plate. So uh, the, the the metaphorical plate. Right, right. Uh, you can always add. You can give extra food. Yeah, I'm all, that's usually <laughs> Comfort good with food. me. Yeah, but uh, in, in terms of like the adding to the schedule yes, uh, or the things on their mind to or the list. things they need to do. Yes. If you get the sense that your spouse is stressed out, one thing you can do to really help is not add anything more to their plate that if, if, if it's not necessary. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Um, I tend to have running lists of things that either you could do or we should talk about, or upcoming decisions, you know, being more of the planner. It's like I'm looking more ahead, and I think, oh, we should really talk about this. We should really go over this. We should really look at this. And not that you don't do that as well, but I, I find that when you're overwhelmed at work or overwhelmed, you know, at home, I don't know, whatever it might be, I, I really have to stop myself from 
let's talk about this giant thing tonight. Or can you please do this honeydew list around the home? These things can wait. Mm-hmm. If they can wait, they should wait. They should wait until you've come through kind of that period of stress, things have calmed down, and you're able to take on new items. Why add yeah. more if I don't need to add more? Yeah. And and that takes self-control on my part. I still may want those things. I still may want to talk about. And so maybe I journal those things, or maybe I write them down, or maybe I just talk to the Lord about them and just and just be patient. But that I think self-control to say I'm not going to add is wise. Yeah, I, I that's exactly where I was going to go as in a follow-up comment is just to say that it requires discipline, or as you yeah. said, self-control to resist. Mm-hmm. You may feel like bringing something up. You may feel like it's so important. Oh, I, you know, I got to talk about it right now. I got to get this off my chest, whatever. But yeah. it, if it can wait, then mm-hmm. wait. And that's just showing love yes. to your spouse. Yes. Um, so, you know, you talk about like holding off on things to put on my mind. Yeah. You know, big right. kind of things to think through or family decisions or whatever. Right. If you can table it till the next day or the weekend or, you know, right. a date night where we could really get into it, like that would be good. And then you also brought up the honeydew list. And actually today is a Wednesday. Monday is my day off. <laughs> and if we go back to Monday of this week, <laughs> I checked some things off the honeydew list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess my question here, and I, I really don't know the answer as yeah. I'm asking this. How long did you have that honeydew list before I actually did the stuff on the list? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, at least one or two of the things that had been maybe a couple months. Wow. That they... <laughs> feels like you're stretching. No, I'm serious. But what, what, one or two of the things have only been a few weeks. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they were not super important. They were totally bonus added things, like small. Yeah. So Talk about self-control, though. It, you know, <laughs> we're, we're dealing with kids right now in our lives that can't wait a few minutes. Yes, that's true. And you waited a few weeks and, and apparently. I did. I, a few months. I did. But hey, you know what? This is like one of the one of the things on the honeydew list. We'll just let the people know. It's yeah. like, you know, we have this living room or uh, dining room rather, uh-huh. and there's a mirror and there's pictures that I hung a, mm-hmm. a while ago. Yeah. And you you know, Bethany's like, hey, um, I want to take all these down and put up just like a new and new, new setup. Yeah. So that doesn't just require like putting up a picture. That requires taking down old ones that I already uh-huh. measured and hung and drilled holes in the wall. And you did and so great. Taking yeah. those down, patching, right. repainting, right. and then hanging and doing all the, the new stuff. So and anyway. You did it, and it was amazing. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> but you waited, and yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, that's really good. And to summarize, uh, point number one was uh, tune in and, and yeah. try to be aware right. of your spouse's stress level. And then number two, don't add anything unnecessary to their plate. Now, number three, we can say, if possible, take things off of their plate. So do things maybe that you don't normally do to try to alleviate some of their responsibilities or pressure. Right. Yeah. I mean, most couples fall into a certain patterns in the home or things that they do to clean up or things they do with the kids. You know, maybe this one always puts the kids down at night or always does the homework, whatever. I don't know. I think all all couples kind of fall into those patterns. What could you do to really surprise your your spouse and say, even though you usually do this, and I'll I'll just give my husband a hint right now, dishes? (laughs) No, just kidding. It's Uh, true. (laughs) Even though you usually do this, Maybe I will do this tonight or for the next bit of time, and I will free you up to do something else. 
whether that's take a break, whether that's, you know, take a, a bath, take a walk, take a, you know, sit in your chair and just unwind. But I think it's so obvious to me that you're trying to serve and love me when I feel overwhelmed, when you step in and do something you don't normally do. Something mm -hmm. that I normally do, mm -hmm. no problem doing it on a normal basis, but then you're just like, I'm going to do it. And in fact, you go rest or you go sit yeah. down or you go out. Why don't you go out and go on a walk or something, you know? And I can see that that's super sacrificial, loving, and, and you're really aware of my needs at that point. Yeah. Sometimes I'll enlist the kids to help me with this and I'll cast a vision for them. Mm -hmm. And probably the the best work we ever get out of them is when I cast that vision, hey, mom's really tired or she's having a difficult day. It would be really encouraging for her if we picked up this room mm -hmm. and wiped down the kitchen and mm -hmm. did the dishes. And, yep. you know, you like they will snap into action at that, yep. at the idea of serving you and blessing you. And uh, so anyway, sometimes I'll do that or, you know, I could just do it by myself. But I know that for you, and this maybe isn't the case with every wife, but... Um, probably a lot, that if the kitchen is, like, clean, mm -hmm. that's, like, a de-stressor. Oh, it's like yeah. if you walk into a, a kitchen area that's just – there's a long list of things that need to happen to get it clean, that's kind of stressful. Right. But if you walk in and it's done yeah. and you didn't expect it, you were expecting to do the work mm -hmm. and someone else did it, that's, like, a big thing. goes yeah. a long way. So. Huge. Yep. I picked up on the hint. I think I've done this before. <laughs> you have. Um, <laughs> and that's that's a really good thing to take something off of their plate. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, and, and, like, I try to take off stuff that maybe I would normally think that, like, some of your chores around the house or things that I would want you to do. I just won't even ask. I'll just kind of do them or enlist now with older kids, a kid to do them. So, you know, it's just like I'm not even going to ask him to do something that – wouldn't surprise him, like some job he does, uh, some task. I'm just going to try to just take care of it, not even not even deal with, like, not even bring it up to him. So it's not even added in his brain. So I'm like removing things that you don't even maybe are thinking about because your brain is focused on other stuff. Yep. So. Yep. A fourth thing is, you know, when you talk, and this probably depends on what kind of processor the person is, but yeah. in most cases, uh, the stressed out person needs to just kind of talk and share thoughts and, mm -hmm. you know, download some information. And what they're looking for is not necessarily a bunch of solutions to their problems, but they're yeah. looking to talk and for someone to listen. Yeah. Um, now, again, it depends, and you've got to be aware of your spouse and what they need or what they want in that moment. But a really good general practice is to be a really good listener when it comes to um, helping a stressed out spouse. Yeah, I think the slow to speak principle and quick to hear in James is is super wise. Uh, especially I think when it comes to offering like all kinds of solutions. So I know at least for you, you're you do it's really helpful if I can ask you questions and just help you kind of explain what's going on and hear you out. But not necessarily super helpful for me to say, oh, it'll be fine. Just do this. Oh, yeah, you, you're like, you'll be OK. You just you just got to do this thing or just, you know, figure that out when you get to work tomorrow. Like, you know, it'll be fine. You know, if I just kind of saying, yeah, I hear that there's these problems or these concerns and I'm just kind of writing them off like it'll be fine or it's OK or just solve it this way. That's not necessarily the most helpful to you. The most helpful is just to listen and to kind of enter into your 
thinking and and struggle and and hear you out and go you know I'm sorry that does sound that's that's hard babe and like just just more so being the listening ear than it is the solution giver so wait you just said all that about me because that that (laughs) (laughs) what were you talking about you (laughs) me to you yeah yeah because I'm so the same (laughs) stuff applies of when I talk to you and part of the problem I think is like the solutions are not that simple. Right. You know, and if you're if you're just kind of hearing a, you know, 30-second synopsis or five-minute synopsis of the problem, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you come up with a quick, easy solution. But often the problems are more complicated than that. And, you know, we require more than the simple solution that's proposed. And so I think this is true for both of us then, that we need to listen well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the other person is kind of sharing about right. whatever the problem is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I probably should do it more. I think I am quick to, oh, just, you're, you'll be fine. You'll be, you'll be great. It'll be fine, you know? And I, I think even in talking about it now, it's a reminder that that's not always the best way to help you, at least. And I, it sounds like it's not the best way to help me. So it's a general principle for most people, I would say, when they're under stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The last thing on the list is maybe the most obvious and most important and, you know, maybe should be the first thing on the list. But it is to point your spouse toward the Lord and to encourage prayer and to read their Bibles. And, you know, the Bible speaks to this idea of being stressed out or anxious and um, offers peace. And Mm -hmm. um, we should help our spouse by pointing them to the best solution. And that is to, you know, turn their direction to the Lord and to express their thoughts and uh, frustrations to the Lord and to uh, have that kind of spiritual time. Yeah. I think we've both asked each other in these times and, and gently and in a, in a compassionate way and not in a you know, snarky way, I guess. Not, you know, how's your time with the Lord? Did you read your Bible? This, not like that. But we've encouraged each other, like, you know, how how is your time with God? Like, have you had some really good time just reading your Bible, or do you need some space to go do that, or to go on a walk and pray, or to you know dig into the Psalms? And so I think that's a helpful reminder from someone that. It's in your home that sees you, that loves you, to point them back to God's word and time with the Lord and and do it in a you know gentle way and even free them up to have that time if necessary, which I know you've done. You have sent me go go on a walk and go pray or go go <laughs> listen to worship music or go up yeah. to the room, be on your phone, or you know, don't be on your phone is what you're saying, but be in the in the word and just have some quiet, peaceful time with the Lord. And that's super helpful. Yeah. I think the reality is that every single one of us is going to experience, you know, various degrees of stress and challenges and issues. And there's going to be some weeks where there's more or less of that and uh, ups and downs and and whatever. Um, And so this is not like kind of an anomaly. This is like a kind of a regular reality for couples. And so I think to tune into these things, to really try to implement some of these principles it goes a long way in a relationship it's really helpful and this is one way we can help our spouse a lot yeah yeah that'd be great well thanks so much for listening in and we will talk to you next time see you